The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Tommy Dreamer get into pro wrestling collectibles and figures. And who better to talk about that than AEW's own Ethan Page and our very own Sam Roberts right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Sam, I had to have you on. We're doing a show today on figures and collectibles and, you know, the whole big subculture of the pro wrestling community that's obsessed with the collectibles and the figures. And I know that you're in that world as well. I know you love the collectibles and the figures. Is there one figure or collectible for you that's the one that's most near and dear to your heart? Uh, that's a super tough question. I mean, for me, the Hasbros were the most important because they're the ones I grew up with. You know, I think that, that we always tie it back to what we had as kids. And even as adult collectors, we're all just either buying things that we had as kids or that we wanted as kids or that we would have wanted as kids. Uh, but there was, uh, uh, growing up, I remember I got, uh, WWF magazine. And there was an advertisement in it for the Mailaways, which was Hulk Hogan in red, Bret Hart, and The Undertaker. And I was like, well, I'm not going to mail away for these figures. I'll just wait till they're in stores. Problem was, they were never in stores. And they became like, the, and a lot of people felt that way. So they got really rare. They were some of the first Hasbros to really skyrocket in value. And a few years back, before it really blew up in price, I was able to finally get the mail away Hogan in the plastic bag that it was sent in. And so that's probably, if I had to narrow it down to one, that's probably the one that I love, you know, the most, maybe. Because it was the one that, in essence, got away. And it took you years. It was kind of like your holy grail, if you will, that you needed to get. And I can understand that. And, you know, we had Eric and DJ from Pandora's Box on just before you came on with us, Sam. And... Eric was talking about uh, Tommy asked Eric about like the appeal of the store and the people that come in the store and how people probably just like kind of walk down the aisles uh, and just, you know, maybe don't even buy anything, but they just walk down the aisles because of the nostalgia factor. And he talked about like, you know, seeing a toy or seeing a wrestling figure that brings you back to your childhood that you probably and, and brings you back to a moment 
in your childhood that you probably never would have gone back to if it wasn't for fi seeing that figure or that toy on the shelf. And it's so true. And I think, I think it is that chase of that feeling, right, Sam, of when you were a kid, of like, of just that emotional connection that you had with a toy or a figure. And I, and I think that's something as adults, and Tommy, Tommy said it beautifully, like that carefree time of your life that you're kind of just chasing to get back. Well, yeah, I mean, I also think it's like almost the, the iconography of it like that's what that uh, figures are, are one of the things that that makes superstars larger than life and you know you go back to when you're a kid and you had your ninja turtles you had your thundercats you had your he-man master of the universe you had your gi joe but if you grew up in the 80s every kid had a hulk hogan ljn and an iron sheik LJN and I and, and I was thinking about that a lot as I think we were all thinking about the Sheik and and how important he was to fans but also as a character and I think the fact that he was that first villain that you had in your action figure collection so he was the guy that fought Hulk Hogan but he also fought He-Man and he also fought the Ninja Turtles and he also fought like that that Iron Sheik LJN that everybody had as the villain in their fig fed just 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 brings forward the 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 legend that that he and those characters are in our heads. Uh 100% agree never thought of it that way. Um pretty cool to think about it. That was my favorite LJN even though it was always a um big uh, Babyface always liked the good guys, but he was my favorite just because of the colors and like the boots and like it was just it was so different for its time. My least favorite, the Don Morocco one, because Don Morocco had what I never could get, no matter how hard I worked out. He had those crazy sick veins that were uh, branded on him almost, and even when he was uh, the beach bum, the heavy set one. He was, uh, and I don't feel that action figure ever did his when he was when he was the Rock and he was super duper jacked uh, around the Survivor Series when he turned babyface and that light blue. He had one of the best physiques and that upper body, and he was such a big man. I was just like, man, this is something that totally should have been represented and was kind of lost in that whole, you know, because he was like warlord barbarian big. Yeah, and his and his figure had a T-shirt on, and it was like, yeah. why, why would you not? His arms were smooth, and the figure had a T-shirt on. I mean, I remember, like, the, dude, the excitement of finding figures in stores, right? Because we grew up like before you could get stuff, you could pre-order on the internet, you could do this, you could do that. I remember, like, buy, I would buy figure magazines at the newsstand, and that's how I heard that ECW actually got an action figure deal. Cause I was sitting there like painting up my jacks to look like <laughs> ECW figures. I took a, I took a big boss man Hasbro and like tried to sand down some of the detailing on his shirt so I could get a Tommy dreamer. Right. Cause he had the pants. I could paint the shirt black and he had the goatee and kind of, you know, it was kind of similar hair, but when ECW, like when you actually found those figures, on shelves that for me you know everybody has those moments of like we made it we did it i can't believe it you know going back to like finding it on ny55 and then only two years later i'm going into the toy box locally and seeing you know tommy and bubba and and devon and new J new jack new jack is on the same figure shelf 
as like Barbie and Ken. It was like, this is, this is incredible. Dave. And for me, like, you know, once I got in wrestling and then I was just like my benchmarks for me personally to make it action figure video game Mm -hmm. and, you know, cover of a magazine, main event, uh, a show, then main event to pay-per-view always like when I said your, your goals keep on expanding, but my two bucket list of my career was like, okay, I made it. I have an action figure and I'm in a video game. Like I'm good. Uh, but yeah. And they were only available in KB uh, toys right on central Avenue was the only place. And I used to go to every KB uh, <laughs> and I would purchase my own figure everywhere, trying to make myself uh, very, very rare in my own hometown. <laughs> what a worker, what a worker. <laughs> the KB KB are, was the one store that had all the figures. I remember getting an Abdul, the butcher figure at KB toys. Like that was the best store. And then you talked about LJN figures, uh, Sam, for me, like the worst LJN figure was the Ricky Steamboat. It doesn't even look like Ricky Steamboat. For me, I didn't mind the Ricky. I was always about the poses, right? And the Ricky Steamboat is in that pose where he can do some stuff. Like I hated like the Rick Rude LJN. It kind of looked like Rick Rude. It was too cartoony, but he had his hands on his pelvis, like stuck to his <laughs> stuck to his pelvis, yeah. like he was gonna charge. So he couldn't do. I mean, he couldn't do anything. You couldn't even... He could do a drop kick with his hands down. That's all he could do. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, you had the one that you had to explain. And that's the Ted Arcidi. Because that would always get like, who's this guy? You know, and you had to explain. It's Ted Arcidi. <laughs> yeah, had actually the had bed a- press record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a strong man. Oh, I thought that was Ken Patera. No, this is Ken Patera. Yeah, this is Ted Arcidi. <laughs> There's still like even today, if anybody ever comes into my office and I have like the LJN figures in a box, the first question I always get is like, who's this guy? It's the Ted Arcidi. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, but you know, those, and again, you can knock somebody out with those LJN figures. Oh like, yeah. You, if you, if you hit somebody with the LJN figure, that would do some damage. My favorites. And, and again, Sam is going to realize it and he's going to laugh, but he's going to know it. Because my favorite figures weren't the LJN figures. It was the AWA figures. The Remco's? Yeah, the Remco (laughs) AWA figures where every single figure had the same body. Different head, same pose, same body for all the AWA Remco figures. But, you know, those were very important figures because they were like the first wrestling figures that had uh, soft goods that used fabric clothing. So, like, they, they they would cheap out by having they all had the same body. But they all had like fabric clothes. And so now if you go back and you try to put that collection together again, you have to find people who have like their collections pristine because everybody would lose like the vest or the robe or the pants or whatever it was. And when you go back and you try to collect all of them, like it's easy to kind of spend a lot of money for the flair or the road warriors with precious Paul Ellering. Or you go back and you buy the free birds, which I've done. It is kind of hard to pay the extra cash for Greg Gagne in the camouflage. <laughs> like, as much as I love Greg Gagne, like, it's kind of hard to pony up the cash to buy Greg Gagne in the camouflage. And those those are the ones that end up being the most expensive. Yes, because that's everybody, what I mean. everybody buys Ric Flair, right? Everybody yeah. buys it. And so they're everywhere. But nobody buys Greg Gagne. Like the referee. <laughs> Nobody's got the referee because nobody ever bought it. And so now if you want it, if you want to have that complete collection, 
You have to pay hundreds of dollars to have Greg Gagne and the referee. And Tommy, do you know who the referee is for the AWA Remco figures? Yes, he was the boxer. I forgot his name. He had the mustache and the magnum uh, TA type of hair. Larry something, damn it. No, He had a match, too. No, but I, th- I think they do have a figure, and you're talking about God, Scott no, Ledoux. Scott Ledoux. No, it's uh, Dick Worley. Yeah. Dick Worley is the referee figure for AWA Remco. Did he have bell bottoms? That's all I care about. <laughs> I don't know because I do not have nor have ever physically seen the Dick Worley AWA figure. I know it exists. People have talked about it. Mm -hmm. Do you have it? No, I don't have a Remco collection, and I sold off most of my LJN collection. Uh, So, yeah, no, those aren't – I don't have those. Why don't you sell it? Times were tough in the Roberts house before you hit it big. I I was – I tried – I tried to – when I make big investments, let the hobby pay for itself. So like, okay, I don't, I'm not as sentimental about the LJNs, but I want to start buying up like Hasbro's still in the package. So let me sell LJNs. Then I can justify spending a lot of money on, on Hasbro's as it were. Justin Roberts has this beautiful house and he's a bachelor. And as soon as you walk into his kitchen, he has every single Hasbro lined up on his shelves of his kitchen in the kitchen awesome kitchen and every action figure just goes along his entire length of the kitchen all just standing there random uh action figures that's awesome that's the dream yeah that's the dream that is and 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 to give a little pop for tommy fierro the owner of the wrestling collector in stockholm new jersey he has the uh, LJN figures, you can get them loose or in the packages. So Oof. the one that I'm, I got an eye on Oof. that's at the wrestling collector. How about this one in the package? Yeah. SD Special Delivery Jones. Okay, tell Ooh. me, is it red shirt or Hawaiian shirt? Yeah, it's a big difference. You know what? No, it existed. He just rebooted. Mm-hmm. I, I'm rebooting, Sam. I have to go. I'll have to call Tommy or stop at the wrestling collector to figure out which one that it is. Take a picture of it and send it. Now, what's the differences between the two in value? Is there a big value difference I, between the two? I think the Hawaiian shirt is more valuable. I think. I think there are more red shirts out there than Hawaiian shirts, but I, I would have to check on that. And I actually, to tell you what a sick collector I am, Sam, uh, one of the LGN figures that I did not have was the Freddie Blassie. Mm. Uh, Tommy was good enough to see that at a show, <laughs> and he bought it for me. And I, I have it right here. I still have the box. I can't. How do I open this box? It's Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and so it's from Tommy Dreamer. He says it's from Classy. <laughs> Freddie Blassie is who it's from. Uh, and like, how can I open up this box now? So it's like I have the Freddie Blassie figure, but I don't have the Freddie Blassie figure because is it truly the Fle- Freddie Blassie figure in the box? I think it is, but I don't know because I haven't opened up the box that Tommy has sent me. That's David, how fucked just, up I am, What about the Sam? oxidation process? What about the cardboard could be melting Fred Blassie's uh, jacket right now, changing its colors? 
Why don't you open it from the back and save the uh, packaging? My you, packaging is not worth anything. You could have just opened it from the back. No, but yeah. I but I almost feel bad. Like I feel like I have to keep this pristine because this is a gift from Tommy Dreamer. He he so labels it, it so, from classy Freddie Blassie. But if, you, but if you open it, from, that'd be like it, Tommy Dreamer gave me this Christmas present, so I can never open it. He's like, okay, like what? Like <laughs> I know you don't understand. Sick. He wrapped it. He wrapped <laughs> like it. he put the tape on this. He wrote. He wrote like, my address. Like, Bro, it's his handwriting. Save the ribbon and open the package. <laughs> well, I, I, I won't open it. I won't open it. Um, but it is. And for those is, who subscribe to the simulcast, that's not my address. That's Paul Heyman's address. I use that for all my things. That I don't care <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. Tom, I'm sorry, Tommy. Make sure you don't put that video out. Um, but I do have a lot of collectibles. And, and I mentioned it a lot today. The curse of the collector, Sam, because... You just said you sold off your LJN figures, but the curse of the collector is like, there's probably like times where you're like, even though you weren't as emotionally attached to those figures, it's like you almost want to get those figures back at some point. And there's times I'm a collector, and this is going to sound crazy, where I've bought stuff because I'm a big, huge uh, magazine collector, mm -hmm. pro wrestling magazine collector, where I'd be like, oh, shit, and I'll buy it, and then I'll go home, and I already have it. Like, that's I mean, part of being the curse of the collector, too, is where you buy something and then you realize you've already have what you bought. So I went to the I went to the wrestling universe in Queens and he had a British bulldog Hasbro uh, mint on card and the card was in great shape. It was just a I have a real problem turning down when I see a Hasbro in great shape at a price that isn't too, too bad. I have a real tough time turning them down. Right. Yeah. So I go like, oh, man, like, what can you do for me on this? And he was like, OK, like he's like checked eBay. He's like, OK, I can give you this price. I was like, OK, let's do it. Let's yeah, let's just do it. I wasn't planning on spending that kind of money, but let's do it. And I'm like, OK, this is great. And I go home and I'm like, I'll put it on my shelf with my other MOC Hasbros. I put it right next to the other British Bulldog that I forgot I already had <laughs> in the package. <laughs> in the package. <laughs> the curse of the collector. Yeah. I. I used to have right here where I do busted open every day on the shelves in the back. I had all my LJN figures. It was like one of the first things I did when we moved into our new home is I put up shelves and put up all my LJN figures. At that time, we had a lot of people that were doing construction in our house, outside our house. We had a lot of people coming in and moving stuff in. And one day I look and my Rowdy Roddy Piper LJN figure off the shelf. Like somebody, one of these fuckers that was like, took my LJN Roddy Piper figure off my shelf. Oh, stolen my. from the LaGreca household. That, did he have the kilt? It had the kilt. Oh, God, that's a heartbreaker. Oh, that's terrible. So now what did I do? I can't even trust people that come into my home. No. I, yeah. I have all my LJN figures now in a box. <laughs> Can't even display my LJN no, figures, Tommy. Whenever my daughters bring somebody home and they bring them downstairs and I hear somebody say, oh, my gosh, they have all that stuff. I then go and look and I make I've taken pictures to see like nothing's been touched or moved or stolen. Let me ask you this, Dave, as an LJN guy, have you and I feel like a little bit of a shill because, you know, I'm part of the Mattel elite squad, you know, but yes. have you seen what Mattel is doing with the Coliseum collection? No. Okay, so they're taking the uh, all because like the, the what's great about 
Mattel doing these WWE figures is that like the 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 nucleus of that organization they're like the biggest wrestling fans and like wrestling figure fans ever. Like it's like three guys there that just love they're just total wrestling figure geeks. And so, you know, they work in as much as humanly possible. So they have this thing called the Coliseum Collection that they only you can only get it on the Mattel website because it's not it wouldn't work in retail because it's so niche. But they're taking their their ultimate edition style figures, which is like the top of the line, and they're remaking the LJN line. So like the carding looks the same. It's like the blue carding with the, you know, uh, yeah. superstars and everything. And then they're they're making ultimate figures. They've done like Terry Funk, Hulk Hogan, Jake Roberts, uh, Rick Rude. And then the next one is Roddy Piper and George the Animal Steel. And they pose them in the packages so that they look like they're in the same position as their LJN figure. And they're slowly but surely rebuilding the LJN line. That's amazing. In this in this hyper detailed version, it's really cool. Yeah, sounds interesting. Though I get thrown off when they do that because then I'm like, they did that with baseball cards where they reprinted a lot of the original baseball cards, and I was like, wow, is that an original? Or and then the person's got to explain it to you um, that it's not. But yeah, that that does sound cool. Uh, let me ask you: most money you ever spent on an action figure on a single action figure or a set, whatever you did. I mean, very recently. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, I uh, I was in the hospital with my wife while she was having some, uh, uh, she was there for a procedure, you know, it's not a good time. Right. And like, we all worked through our stuff differently. She woke up from the anesthesia. I was like, how are you feeling, babe? She was like, I, "I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing fine. I'm doing better. How are you feeling?" I go, "I'm, I, I'm doing, actually quite well." And she's like, "Why is that?" And I said, "Well, I talked this guy on eBay into selling me this lot of Galoob WCW figures for fourteen hundred dollars, but it's got all of them, even the European ones." She's like, fourteen hundred. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, it'll be worth it, though. I mean, there's so many. It's an investment. It's, it's just, I can't even <laughs> use that because she's like, when's the last time you sold something?'" I was like, "No, yeah." I don't. I don't know if I'll ever sell my investments, but it's it's it's. Well, it's I always said uh, it is for my daughter's college, mm-hmm. um, so you could use that for. I'll give you it, and they're in college now. I don't use it. Uh, <laughs> don't sell it, but you just it gives you time. Yeah, it's for it's for the kids' college, and then you put the pressure on the kids to get scholarships. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. You're all paid up. <laughs> yeah, you're good. For me, as much as I love the figures, it's the magazines. I love just like I I still Sam have because they don't really do it anymore, obviously. But all my old school programs that, you know, have Mm -hmm. have the leaflet inside with the card for that show. Oh, those are the best. Yeah. Like I still have all except for one, which I gifted to Tommy, which was from a December 1985 uh, show at the Meadowlands that we were both at when a big John stud. Um was slammed by Hulk Hogan, but it didn't count for the $15,000 bounty because Mm. he did it outside the ring. (laughs) Uh, But I gave gave that one to Tommy, but I I have them all. And, man, I got to tell you, Sam, like there'll be times I just – I'll take like 30 minutes out of my day just to kind of like skim through it, 
and it brings back those memories and that's what it's all about and uh it's just those childhood memories i feel like today's episode is e either going to be the worst rated episode or the highest rated episode depending how the nation feels about collecting but sam i know that you're a big collector and i appreciate you taking the time to come on with us this morning thank you thanks for having me man i mean yeah i, I could as you know, I could talk about wrestling forever, but more more specifically, I could also talk about wrestling figures and collectibles forever. So. Well, I mean, you're welcome to hang out. We have Ethan Page that's going to join us in a few minutes, so you're always welcome to stay on with us. It's up to you. I don't want to put you in an Sam, let me position. ask you real quick. Is there mm -hmm. okay. something specific that you really want? <sighs> um, Yeah, I mean, it depends on the given day, right? Yeah, there's always something specific but like i've gone even further into like uh like i really love like like ring used items oh, okay. you know like acquiring those uh higher ticket items so i think like i'd uh probably uh either the 1992 winged eagle wwf championship that's in triple h's office right now so that'd be tough to acquire or mm -hmm. uh the undertaker's original urn would be something i'd love to acquire Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of bucks right there. High, 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 high premium items. Premium items. I got a Coco Beware <laughs> hard hat. <laughs> well, that's good, too. <laughs> Sam, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. All right. Love you. As I said, Ethan Page will join us when Tommy and I are back right here on Busted Open. This is former UFC champion Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All ego, Ethan Pades. Ethan, how are you this morning? And thank you so much for the time. I'm great. We're apparently going to talk about toys. It's a great way to start my day. So can't wait. Yeah. And, and again, great vlog and you can uh, subscribe to your vlog on YouTube as well. And the great thing about it, Ethan, I was very, very excited when you came on this morning. And for those who don't subscribe to the 1999 uh, simulcast and are only <laughs> listening to us on Sirius XM right now is both you and I, Ethan, are wearing pro wrestling illustrated, uh, pro wrestling illustrated t-shirts. So there you That's go. Right. I have yeah, the classic actually, red and you have the black. So classic. Yeah. I, mean, I, I do. I do everything for a reason, or at least okay. like I try to. So I wanted to wear this specifically today because we're talking about collectibles and cool things and memorabilia, especially for wrestling, I assume. Uh, so I'm going back to what I loved about wrestling when I was a kid. And it was finding out about all these different wrestlers and characters all across the world. And most of it was through the PWI magazine because that was the only thing that was other than, you know, going online and trying to find message boards and stuff. I'm a kid. I'm not doing that stuff. I'm just going to Shoppers Drug Mart, which is like a drugstore in Canada. I'm flipping through the wrestling magazines and trying to take as many of them home as possible. And back when I was buying the magazines, they had centerfolds. They had posters. They had stuff for me to hang up on the back of my wall. And with print media kind of, taking a turn and things going more digital now it's not really that common for these companies to kind of put that kind of financial investment to have a centerfold poster so i just said screw it and i paid for it myself so in an upcoming uh issue of pwi ethan page will be a centerfold and a poster nice. for kids to hang up on their wall and to uh remind them that there's wrestling every wednesday there's wrestling now every saturday friday uh, and who Ethan Page is and what I offer the wrestling world and to kind of be, I don't know, someone trying to keep that physical media alive. And I truly believe that you can make a fan for life with something like that. And that's my goal. I love, love it. it. And again, the new uh, issue of PWI is out right now. It's Supercards uh, 23. So make sure you check that out. 
Um, and and Ethan, I am a big collector of, the, the, of all the memorabilia and toys and everything that we'll get into with you today. My biggest uh, is is the wrestling magazines. I'm, I I go back all the way from the '60s, even currently now to 2023. I currently subscribe, I think, to the only two magazines that are in print form, and that's Pro Wrestling Illustrated and Inside the Ropes. And uh, that's that's my biggest collectible is the magazines. And you're right. I mean, that was kind of like my checklist when I was a kid. I would checklist. All right, oh, I've seen this wrestler on TV. I haven't seen this wrestler on TV yet. So, you know, it does bring you back to the memories from when you were a child. And I think that's awesome that you're going to do that, Ethan. So I definitely hope that our nation and all our fans listening will get that uh, issue as soon as it's available. Yeah, heck yeah. And if you're looking for an autograph, I would love to sign those. So bring those to meet and greets, guys. Awesome. Well, you're a heel. I don't know about that. And I want to thank Matt Hardy for allowing <laughs> you to come on to the show. Um, so, yes, uh, shout out you. to Matt Hardy for allowing you to do this. Uh, re- yeah, re- you, Matt. I wish I wish Matt asked me to do it quicker than just yesterday. But I mean, <laughs> hey, he's my boss. So whatever, whatever works for him. It happens. Uh, what was your I mean, I've stayed at your house. I remember your collection a little bit what is what was your main thing to collect uh when i was younger it was just wrestling toys just because that was the thing that i wanted to play with and then it became like well should i open this one should i not open this one and then you know you get into like the higher end stuff like a statue or stuff to hang on the wall now it's just completely out of control i put a video up on my youtube channel recently of my office once i moved to america it was like a fresh start kind of thing like a blank canvas and i went a little crazy now most of the stuff i collect is the toys i either wanted when i was a kid or that i had to repurchase as a kid and i keep everything pristine in the box uh in one of the corners of the room i have like a spinning rack that looks like an old school 90s toy store that i hang toys from the 90s and late 80s just to kind of give myself that nostalgic feel and it's a cool room to kind of hang out in yeah sounds awesome wow (laughs) It does. Um, for you, also, you're around a lot of these people. Like, you turn a corner, you could bump into Sting. Are you an autograph collector, or do you, would you want your stuff signed, or do you think that, like, because I know a lot of us, like, we don't really sell it, or does it hurt its personal value to you if you had someone sign it? Uh, I'm not, like, an autograph guy. Uh, for me, and, and like, just because I, I don't know, these are also my coworkers. So I, my goal, my goal is to have them ask me for a photo or an autograph. So I, I'm not there to, you know, pester people at work to sign anything for me. Uh, I don't think it devalues anything though. It's, it's everyone's collection is personal. Like you could have something that you think is garbage that someone's willing to pay you a million dollars for. It's just depends on who wants it and why they want it. You're not on right. whatnot, bro. You're not on whatnot. Just getting people to sign stuff at conventions and selling it on whatnot. No, I am not Brian Myers. <laughs> Just gonna say, can you talk to Myers and Cardona? Because every time I see them, they pull something Tommy Dreamer esque out, and I gotta sign it for them. <laughs> well, I, I know, I know. With Myers, like he actually has a collection. Uh, he wants everything signed from a yes. very specific line. Yeah. yeah. So, but if you if you start it. That's something you want to chase down and finish. And I think that's the most fun thing about collecting is knowing there's one or two pieces left out there. You have to either find or get signed. Do you know what what Brian Myers was able to uh, officially acquire and maybe made possible that 
the collectors can also acquire. He got assigned Hasbro nails. He brought nails back. Nails never signs anything. Nobody's got anything signed by nails. Myers now I mean, they can. Now, now they can. Yeah, now they can. And and Nails is doing WrestleCon now. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Nuts. He's got another run in him, brother. I think so. You know, Ethan, we, we, we were talking to the guys from Pandora's Box earlier, and Eric said something, and I keep bringing it up because I thought it was so significant. He talked about, like, you know, people going into the store and then seeing a particular item, a toy, and all of a sudden they go right back to that moment when they had that toy, maybe when they were five or six years old. Is yeah. there something that you collected recently that kind of had that for you where you saw something like, wow, and it brought you back to a moment in time that you probably never would have thought about for the rest of your life, but it brought you back right to that moment. Um, re well, recently, like I, I do these videos every week. So I'm in a toy store all across America on a weekly basis, trying to get this content for YouTube. So that happens to me a lot. And it's crazy because of how many toys that I see that still, like I just did a vlog with Hornswoggle uh, out near um, Wisconsin. And in the store, they had this Batmobile for the animated series Batman cartoon. And it's like not a Batmobile. It was like, a, it's called the street jet. And you put Bruce Wayne in it and you can pull the huh. back and he turns into Batman. I forgot about that toy. It was my favorite when I was a kid, but it's just something that just slipped my mind. When I saw it, I was like, oh my God, when that's an item that I had to get. What's the most you've um, paid? Oh, sorry. What's no. the most you paid for no. the toy? Oh, I, I never tell anyone any prices about anything. Okay. I, I, I refuse. Because I want. He... No, it's because you have a wife and children. That's why. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want I don't want to make any of my fans feel uncomfortable um, or any kind of resentment towards me that I have the ability to kind of do these things and, and buy these things. Okay. I just want to share I just want to share the experience and the feeling that I get and to show them like what's out there. If it becomes about the money, it's I don't know. I, you get you give people weird feelings and I don't want to ever split my audience or give some kind of perception that's not true. Oh, that's awesome, Ethan. I think that's I think that's great because it, it keeps it pure. That's awesome that you do that. That's great. Go ahead, Tommy. I'm sorry. I'm mad about that too. You're a heel. You should say I paid twenty <laughs> grand and gyrate your hips. <laughs> yeah, Matt Hardy. It does not agree. Uh, I was going to say, have you ever been to Matt's house yet? Yeah. Uh, it, He's got it, a lot absolutely. of action figures. Okay. Never mind the action figures. <laughs> this ma this man has. A freaking arcade, yeah. okay? Yes. And in this arcade, when his children beat me in these games that we played, they got tickets. They came out of the machine. And on the tickets, it says Matt Hardy. <laughs> Matt and Hardy you can, and this, is, this is real deal. You can take these tickets. I watched his sons do this. You can take these tickets to a wall of prizes where you can purchase a Matt Hardy with your tickets. <laughs> That is amazing. That is next level. That is awesome. See if Matt Hardy wants to buy my contract. <laughs> Want a tag partner? Ethan, you're in the, the the wrestling action figure business now as well, right? I mean, what, what has it been like for you to, to get all the way behind the wheel and see what it takes to launch a line? 
stressful yeah so stressful i i am like the big my biggest fear is ever ruining my reputation or making a promise to a customer and not delivering it so when it comes to like producing some of this stuff with a timeline and a release date and to to promise someone that you're physically going to get something like i mean hasbro and mattel sometimes can't even give what they're promising so that to me is the biggest thing especially because our first wave is coming out. It's Asylum All-Stars. Very exciting. We got uh, Legion of Doom in there. Uh, we got Vicious and Delicious in there. Earl Hebner's in there. So it's ex it's very exciting. But I want to make sure that when we say they're going to come out, they come out on that date. It's the first line. It's the first promise that we're making to fans. So I want to make sure we deliver on that so that we have a good reputation and a good relationship with our customers. And Dave, you got to see these because they're styled after the the AWA Remcos. They're right. They'll fit right into your collection. I love the AWA Remcos. And 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 Ethan, please let us know like whenever you have anything that's coming out, you're welcome to come on here and promote it as much as possible. Because, you know, for me as a collector and and. And I think we kind of lose sight of it at times, but we are all a pro wrestling community. That's why you can have, For sure. you know, Dave LaGreca and Sam Roberts on the same show. You know, one's an AEW show. The other one's a WWE show. Like you can have both <laughs> those people uh, on on the same show, because I, I think I think in the in the uh, current climate, sometimes a pro wrestling fandom, there seems to be a bit of that toxicity and it doesn't need to be that way. And I think we should all be able to promote everything because we are a community. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's why like while under contract with AEW, I had Johnny Gargano as a guest on my YouTube channel. We're like, we've crossed paths in wrestling. We had a relationship before we ended up where we ended up and we both love toys. I mean, we're just shopping for toys guys. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And we're all fans you at the end of the day. your own action figure yeah. yet? Uh, I've had action figures kind of done by third parties, but they just announced this past pay-per-view weekend at Double or Nothing that an Ethan Page figure will be coming out with AEW uh, soon. So I'm really excited about that. So my yeah, first awesome. official toy that my daughter and my son will be able to see hanging up in a store next to Spider-Man or Batman is pretty cool. As a dad, you got to do the slow walk through the toy store like you're just shopping, and then you're like, "Oh, look who's here!" Put yourself <laughs> over to the kids, just like that's, oh, no, Matt, no, no. that's what Matt Hardy's doing. Hell no, I'm going, <laughs> guys. I think the shipment's in. We're going to the store to look for it. Nice. <laughs> uh, Ethan, uh, thank you so much for taking the time. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on last minute. We. If we we're going to do a show like this, we needed to have you on. And, and thanks for taking the time. Good luck with everything with AEW. Obviously, Dynamite uh, tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Collision starting up on Saturdays as well. Looking forward to that. And All In coming up at, at the end of August, uh, the biggest show. So, uh, Ethan, good luck with everything. And again, as always, you have an open door to come here to promote the figures as well. So, thank you so much for Sweet. the time. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.
for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.